Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. My younger brother thinks he's entitled to live with me forever. So a little backstory. I am a 33 year old woman and I've been helping out my younger brother, James, who is 30 for the past six years. He didn't have enough money for an apartment rent on his own and he didn't feel comfortable roommating with a stranger. So we split my two bedroom apartment and it's helped me save so that I can buy my own place soon. But he went through struggles. He lost his full-time job. He got really out of shape from just sitting at his computer all day. Thanks to the pandemic, the government paid him to sit at home for over a year. Now he's having trouble keeping a job and is just about broke. He's also the worst roommate ever. He never cleans up or helps around the house at all. And he's been short or late with rent several times this year. I'm getting kind of fed up. I'm getting married in the new year and I feel it's time we go our separate ways. When I told him I was getting married and moving out eventually, he said... I would rather keep our situation and just move in with you and split the rent three ways. I told him no, not only do I not want to live with him anymore, but he is untrustworthy with rent and we don't want to be stuck with a more expensive place if he can't afford his parts. He got mad at that and is now being all huffy. Our mum claims he ranted to her that if I don't take him with me, he would be homeless. Mum doesn't want him moving back to her place either, but has asked I take him with me since she doesn't want him to be homeless. I'm like, what? I'm not his keeper. It's his own fault for his situation and I've been very forgiving. I could have kicked him out for all the times he was late on rent. And our own mum won't take him back, but is asking me and my fiancé to look after him instead? How stupid is that? He's 30 years old, not a child, and I'm not his mother. I'm done looking after him as if he is my responsibility. I don't get how he thinks it's rational to demand I bring him with me when I'm getting married and want to start my own life. Well, to put it simply, it's definitely not rational. Simple as that. It's also very poor from your mum, by the way. The fact that she's saying to you, no, you look after him despite the fact that she doesn't even want to do it herself. That is poor parenting. But hey, look, I don't know what your brother's been through, but it's time for him to step up. He's 30. Come on. How dare you hire my publicly available e-bike? Sometimes I wonder, are all entitled people really just entitled? Or are they also really, really, really stupid? Maybe both at the same time, because I can't help think otherwise. Backstory. Today, I was visiting and helping family while my girlfriend happened to be visiting her family. They live not too far away from where my family lives. And so my girlfriend decided to grab a bus instead of a train and hop out near where I was so that we could meet for a while. We go for some coffee in the city and afterwards she figured she'd grab a public e-bike so that she could catch her train. So she grabs her smartphone, pulls up the app of an e-bike rental company where she had an account. And thanks to the power of Google Maps, she soon located a bike near us that was available for rental. I was quite intrigued by all of this, so I tagged along to see this miracle unfold for myself. Sure, I know how common GPS has become, but I still think it's pretty cool to see how companies are using all that to their advantage like this, and to the customer's advantage, I might add. We follow her phone's directions, and it leads us to an obviously available e-bike. However, it's sitting in what appears to be a front yard, 
No lock gates though, so my girlfriend figured she'd make sure. She punches in the bike's number into her app, and she immediately gets a confirmation. And just like that, the bike's unlocked for her to take. So she does just that. As she's taking the bike out, some lunatic comes out screeching that my girlfriend is stealing his e-bike. This is not yours. I just rented it through the official app. It's mine now, my girlfriend says. No, it's mine. You took it from my private property. That's illegal, the guy says in return. No, no, what's illegal here is you putting this on private property in the first place, my girlfriend retorts. Now, if you'll excuse me, and we both walk away. The guy runs around us, blocks our path, and goes on a tirade. I'm going to call the company right now and report you for stealing my bike. You're going to be in trouble. And sure enough, he calls and even puts his phone on speaker. Now this I gotta see, my girlfriend says. And so we wait it out. The backlash. Hello? Someone is stealing my e-bike, the guy says. What is your customer ID? Where was the bike located, sir? And can you tell me its number? The woman from support asks. The man gives his information and then says, It was in my front yard. Then this female dog just took it. We hear some typing noises through the phone. That bike was registered as publicly available up to five minutes ago. Now it's being used by an account that isn't yours. I suggest you don't press the matter any further so you don't force me to take further action. No, this is my bike and this dog took it from my yard. I need you to do something right now. At this time, my girlfriend hands me the bike to hold. Very well, sir, says the woman. I've now closed your account due to violations of our terms of service. You will not get your rental credits back due to indirect harassment of another customer. We do not tolerate nor condone such behavior. Thank you, my girlfriend yells at the phone. And in a normal voice, again proceeds with, we'll be on our way now. And she starts to walk away, so I obviously follow her. The guy takes another sprint and blocks us again. No, you can't have that bike, he yells. After which the person on the phone responds, Madam, do you need me to call law enforcement? My girlfriend walks up to the dude and actually shoves him out of the way and answers, No, but we may need an ambulance later because if this guy tries to harass me again, then I see no other option but to defend myself. Men these days, always harassing us poor women. And I couldn't help but laugh. I mean, who was harassing who there? My girlfriend isn't a powerhouse or anything, but she does know how to throw her weight around and back it up as well. Unless you're armed with a gun or just as experienced in martial arts as she is, I don't see anyone taking her on just like that. Definitely not this beer-bellied guy. The guy looks shocked at this point, while the woman on the phone continues. Hello, sir? Madam, do I need to provide further assistance through law enforcement? If I don't get a reaction in 30 seconds, then I will escalate this incident. No, it's good, he murmurs. My girlfriend yells, thanks again. This is why I'm a customer of yours. And we continue on our way. The aftermath. We decided to at least walk down the street and around the corner. Also because the original idea was for my girlfriend to take off. And well, 2v1 gives you better odds. But the guy doesn't follow nor bother us anymore, so we parted ways. Ah, She goes off to the train station by e-bike to catch her train. She made it in the nick of time, while I walk over there to grab my train going a little later. Honestly, you guys, I kind of feel sorry for our Ken. Stupid, for sure, but also sincere. 
he actually did call the hotline and complained. And when push came to shove, he didn't press on. Sorta, I think he realized the obvious, but even so, I don't know about this. Which is exactly why I sometimes cannot help but wonder, is it entitlement or sheer stupidity? One way or the other, I hope it's lesson learned. Don't try to confiscate publicly available items and try to make it look as if they're yours. And neither entitlement nor stupidity needs to go unpunished in my book. Guys, if you're watching on YouTube, let me know down in the comments. What do you reckon? Entitlement, stupidity, or a bit of both? I think it's just a combination of the two, to be honest. Like the thing is with entitled people, sometimes you get innocent ones that genuinely don't mean harm. And I feel like this guy kind of leaned towards that. He just had the bike. He just somehow put the bike in his garden and that's it. He wanted to keep it and use it himself. I don't think he was being unbelievably entitled or anything. I think he was just trying to be a bit clever, stupid really, and keep the bike for himself. I was under the impression that all companies like this had it set so that you couldn't put bikes, public bikes, onto private property. You have to leave them in public areas or your ride just continues and you keep paying money. I don't know, maybe that didn't happen here or maybe he found a way to put the bike onto his private property without the software knowing. Whatever happened. Definitely entitled, but I think more stupid. Aunt tries to steal family heirloom thinks she deserves an apology for being called out. My aunt's is, to put it politely, a complete piece of work. The more accurate description probably violates the terms of service. She isn't overly well-liked in my family. However, my grandparents, especially my grandmother, believe that they can't exclude her from family events based purely on their personal feelings for her. My aunt is an extremely shallow and materialistic individual. She's tried to get my grandpa to sell property that's been in the family for a hundred years so the money could be split between my uncles and my dad. This story, however, involves a very old pocket watch. I don't know the details, but the watch is Swiss and very old. It is gold with platinum inlay and is extremely valuable. Now, this watch has been passed down from father to son for a long time. It's going to be passed on to my dad and eventually me. My aunt hates this. She's tried to convince my grandpa to give it to my uncle, second oldest, and for my dad to just say my uncle should have it. Neither have agreed. It all came to a head on Saturday. We were at my grandparents' house for a birthday celebration. Everything was going well, people are having pleasant conversations. My daughter, who is five years old, and younger cousins are having fun playing and somehow not causing more noise than should be humanly possible. It's been a wonderful day until my aunt goes to leave. She's saying her goodbyes, everything's good, and then my daughter pipes up and says, don't forget to put back the watch auntie i look at my daughter and ask what watch and she says the fancy gold one my grandpa walks to his study and comes back out asking if she's taken the watch my uncle looks on my aunts and says she didn't to cut a long story short she is made to hand over her handbag and lo and behold the watch is inside everyone is furious my uncle can't believe what she's done and my grandpa wants her out of the house. This would all be bad enough, but to make this even better, she calls me that night and tries to scold me for raising a daughter who was a snoop. She'd see my aunt while running around and playing and that I needed to do a better job as a parent. I just laughed and said she's hardly one to talk, given, and hung up on her. I'm not surprised she tried to steal the item. But even I am surprised that she tried to make it my fault that she's been shunned by the family. Yeah, like lady, maybe consider taking some of your own advice. Uh, imagine calling a five-year-old a snoop when you're the one stealing. 
It really is unbelievable. Oh, wait, what? A kid caught me stealing something and then told their mum. That's bad parenting. It's not bad on my behalf for stealing something from my own family. No, it's the kid's fault and their mum. Makes a lot of sense. Lady berates me for trying to help her. So this happened yesterday and I'm still a bit angry about it but proud of myself at the same time for sticking up against someone like her as I can be a timid person most of the time. A quick bit of backstory. I was severely bullied in high school, shoved into lockers, beaten up in the bathrooms, purposely tripped or slapped, and was mentally tortured with belittling words and threats. It caused me to have four years of depression and self-harm after high school, and I honestly believed I was worthless. It made me have anxiety whenever I heard insults, I'm doing better now after a good family friend who is a psychologist and a Catholic priest helped me to steadily overcome the trauma. I think if it wasn't for him, I could have taken my life. On to the story. I work at a call center on the phones for sales and customer care assistance with their accounts or if a package goes missing. Halfway through my shift, I get a call and after I did my greeting, the woman goes off on a rant about how her package could not have arrived later than what you all says it is. The USPS tracking she means, but she didn't get that we are separate from them. Don't know how. When I was able to get a word in, I first tried to explain that it perhaps was another driver and he does later shifts, then asked if she did receive her package. At this point, the customer was already shouting, No, I did not receive it. The dang package was not in the mailbox like you claim it is. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. We can start a claim and resend you the new item at no additional charge? You take me for a fool, little girl? Yeah. That's what I'll call you. I was a bit surprised by her reply because mostly people are accepting of that offer. Also, I know I sound young, but girl, really? Not at all. I'm offering that we resend you a new item without having to pay for it. We just have to send you a claim form. Oh, heck no, you freaking little girl. Just give me back the money I pay for the stuff. You know what? I can get it back faster with the bank. How? I thought. She then goes on an insult rant, calling me many names and that I was useless and not doing my job properly, as well as making crude comments against my voice and job. I've learned to take these words with a pinch of salt, but certain words can still trigger my anxiety. When she paused, I said plainly and calmly, Mom, if you cannot be civil and allow me to help you, then I'm going to have to end this call. She interrupted me again. No, no, you don't get to threaten me, you freaking little girl. You're a worthless little dog with a trashy job and you won't amount to anything. You're worthless. Yes, she called me worthless. That is one of my trigger words, as my bully would call me that a lot. But in this situation, my anger came out instead of timidness. And I reply calmly with, well, that is your opinion of me based solely on ignorance of your own creation. Despite me doing nothing but offer you help, instead you mock and insult me. I pity you as no one will want to help you if your actions continue to be belligerent. I bid you a good evening. How dare you? And then I just hang up. I hung up on her and then reported her to a supervisor. I told her what she'd said and how belligerent she was and she said that she'll listen back to the call and decide what to do which means that they may give her a warning or she'll be banned depending on how often she's done this though i did get a little slap on the wrist for my comment to her at the end to me it was worth it my hands were shaking afterwards for a while as my anxiety kicked in but i'm better now and proud that for the first time in a long time i stood up to someone and told them off 
and had the upper hand for once. Wow, mad respect, OP, and power to you. It's just a shame that bullies like this exist, and not only in school, like any age, there are bullies everywhere. Imagine how much simpler and nicer OP's life would have been if she didn't get bullied in school and didn't have to deal with horrible people like this every day. Ugh, sucks, but I guess that's just the human race, guys. Good stuff, we are a good set of people. And as for your little comment at the end, I don't care what your boss says. I loved it. Yeah, maybe it was a little bit unprofessional, but on the whole, you were very, very good there. Calm, collected, and you spoke sense. You can't just be talked down to by a customer like that. It's not good. It's not nice. You're probably one of the only people in customer service to ever stand up to this woman. And you know what? Fair play to you because someone's got to do it, clearly, or she's just going to keep going like this and no one's ever going to stop her. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Forget being parentified. My mornings were spent caring for my dad's parrots. My dad has a way of throwing himself into new hobbies, spending tons of money on them for a few months, then losing interest and picking up something new. We could never really afford dad's hobbies. The number of times my mum explained to me that I wasn't getting birthday or Christmas presents because money is tight and you're the oldest, you can make a sacrifice only to have my dad show off his several hundred dollar new fishing gear, model train, new DVDs, etc. on my birthday. One day, he started reminiscing about a parrot they had when I was little. I knew what that meant. For anyone who doesn't know, a parrot is a very labor-intensive pet to have. I was 18 and still living at home, so I told my mum I didn't want dad to get a bird because we all knew I'd end up taking care of it when he inevitably lost interest. Mum, my brothers, and I all told him not to get a parrot. Since no one's opinion ever mattered but his though, he brought a sickly, not banded, i.e. probably illegally smuggled, mutilated, bitter, biting, hellbird in a small cage home. It was such a good deal. Only $50 was my dad's reasoning. Now, sexing a parrot isn't easy. It practically requires surgery. So since we weren't sure of its gender, we named it Sunny. After a couple of days, it was obvious Sunny needed help. I taught my parents into taking it to a vet. I had to promise to pay half the cost of the visits. I may not have wanted the stupid thing, but I wasn't going to let it suffer. We all learned a lot, specifically that we'd need a much larger cage, that the parrot mix food my dad bought was trash, and that the bird had a really bad respiratory infection, needing antibiotics three times a day for several weeks. Ever try to give an uncooperative, unsocialized parrot with a razor sharp beak antibiotics? It's not fun or easy. Guess who got to grab a towel three times a day, make a birdie burrito, and force that beak open to squirt amoxicillin down the poor thing's throat? I'll give you a hint. It wasn't dad. Later, after Sunny was healthier, we learned its flight feathers on one wing had been cut in such a way that they'd never grow back, leaving it lopsided without proper clipping about once every two months. Guess who got to do that? Again, wasn't dad. We also found out that their dietary needs were far and away more than dad thought. 
They need fresh fruits, fresh veggies, protein, carbs, way more than the nuts and seeds that had bought. So someone had to cook eggs, pasta, veggies, and cut up fruit for Sunny. I was already working until midnight, then up to drive my brothers to school at 6.30 a.m. Now I had to get up at 6 a.m. after getting home at half past 12 to cook breakfast for a parrot. My mum happened upon me on her day off. She worked overnights, cooking scrambled eggs with cheese and veggies at six in the morning, quietly crying two months later. She asked what was wrong, and I was just too physically and mentally exhausted to be anything but blunt. I reiterated how unfair this was, that I told them this was exactly what was going to happen, and dad promised to take care of his pets, and yet here I was, getting less than five hours of sleep a night, working full-time, still taking care of the kids in the morning, and now I had this stupid, biting bird I never wanted that was somehow more important than my well-being that I had to cater to. She heard me, kind of. She said she'd talk to your dad, I'll tell him how you feel. She did, but he didn't care. He knew me well enough to know that I wouldn't let Sonny suffer. He, again, promised to take care of his pets, and he did, for three days. I took care of Sunny for about two more years until I could move out and get away. About six months later, during a routine call home, I found out Sunny had passed. Dad barely mentioned it. I had to hear more specifics from mum. Not sure. Sunny was gone when they got up one morning? Dad was far more interested in telling me all about his new, top-of-the-line, all-weather camping tent and sleeping bag. At least his camping hobby didn't kill any innocent animals. Okay, there we go. Just a little indication into how entitled and just ridiculously stupid OP's parents are. Well, specifically her dad in this event. I mean, look, nothing wrong with getting new hobbies. They're fun. I like it. Moving on to different stuff that's exciting and new. I'm a big fan of. But when it involves a living animal, you can't do that. You just can't. Are you telling me they just left the cage open and the bird flew away and then probably died? Oh, it just makes me sick. Anyway, let's move back in time now, six months, and continue on with the story. This is OP's second post. Despite my mum's objections, my doxy saved my life. I really hadn't realized how therapeutic sharing my screwed up family dynamic would be. Again, I'm a 39-year-old female and this all happened around 20 years ago while I still lived with my parents. In this episode, I'll tell you how I actually stood up for myself, or at least my dog, and spared myself God only knows what horrific trauma that may have ensued. For anyone keeping track, this is about six months before Sonny the Parrot entered our lives. When I was about six, my parents let my aunt give me a puppy she found abandoned in a box at the side of the road. An adorable, sweet, red mini dachshund that I, very creatively, named Doc. Words cannot express how much I loved my little guy. He was my best friend. Any money I got, I bought treats. When I got my driver's license, the first thing I bought was a car harness so my buddy could adventure with me. At this point, Doc was 12 years old and he'd just been diagnosed with arthritis in his spine. My folks believed that dogs were outside animals and didn't let them in the house unless there were fireworks. That no longer worked for me particularly in fall and winter. I put my foot down and insisted he be allowed in my room, at least at night, to spare him extra pain from the cold. The fight raged for at least a week, but for once, I refused to budge. Finally, my mother relented. You're paying to fix the room up if he pees in there. 
and I got a cozy bed set up for him. He did make a bit of a mess, having never been housebroken, but I had puppy pads and was always right there to clean up, and he was clearly so much more comfortable and happy that I didn't mind. It was probably a month or so later, I think it was right before Thanksgiving, that my stubbornness and love for my little guy paid off in a very frightening way. I've been having a lot of trouble staying asleep. A handful of weeks later, I learned I have bronchial asthma, yet another story, and I've been waking up several times a night coughing. Mum gave me some codeine cough syrup and I was getting a good night's sleep for the first time in a week. I awoke to Doc growling and jumping at one of my windows. No lie, I was fuming. Half awake, drugged and not thinking, I got up and pulled up the shade, getting ready to yell at whatever cat was bothering my dog. You guys, there was some dude standing there. I screamed at the top of my lungs, grabbed Doc and ran to my parents' room. It only took a second for dad to wake up when I yelled there was some stranger at my window. He grabbed his walking stick for a weapon and ran outside. Mum was trying to calm me down when dad came back, white as a ghost, and told her to call the police. Apparently, the guy took off so fast when I screamed that he forgot to grab his roll of duct tape and very large buck knife. He'd already cut the screen off the window. Okay, so I assume that OP's bedroom is on the ground floor then. The cops came and took pictures and statements, gathered the evidence, but never found the guy. To his credit, dad said that Doc was now a permanent fixture in my room, at least at night. Then he went out and bought Doc enough steak that he had it for dinner for a week. He also had the butcher cut a soup burn in half for him twice a month for the rest of Doc's life. He loved to lick out all the marrow. My little love lived four more years. He was 16 when his heart gave out and he passed away in my arms. I still miss him so much that I'm crying typing this. My mum was furious. Not because I'd almost been attacked though, because I'd been right in wanting Doc in my room, even if this wasn't the reason. She snarled, you're still paying if he makes a mess. Later, I heard her talking to my aunt. My aunt said, it's a good thing she talked you into letting him in there. But mum replied, It is not. It's the principle. Now she's going to think she was right. So yeah, being right is more important than me possibly being awed and murdered. Okay, wow. When it's at the stage in your life when you're more concerned about being correct in a certain situation than you are about your own daughter's life, that is when you know that you've gone too far. I don't even know what to call it. It's worse than entitlement. It's worse than ignorance and arrogance. It's another level. It's out of this world. And that is unbelievable. Oh, I don't care that my daughter was nearly murdered. It's the principle about her being right for once. Now she's going to think that she's always right. Turns out nobody cares. Your daughter was nearly attacked and probably killed. How are you thinking about this? It's ridiculous, but unbelievably not as ridiculous as OP's third and final post. Here we go. Ah, that's why I was coughing. I got my first job the fall after I graduated high school, a couple of months before Doc's Midnight Heroism and a year before Sunny the Parrot. I was a barista in a local coffee shop that was around three miles from our house. This matters because I didn't have a car or my driver's license yet. My dad was too scared, lazy really, to teach me. He acted like we were going to our doom whenever he took me out for lessons, which did wonders for my confidence, as I'm sure one can imagine. And mum didn't know how to drive a stick shift. Everyone agreed teaching me on a manual transmission was important. So the arrangement was that dad, who was off on medical disability at the time, would get up and take me to work. Then mum would pick me up on her way home. After the first week, it was obvious to me that this wasn't going to work. 
dad was absolutely vile when he had to get up early it only took two morning rides to convince me i'd be happier walking so i did i started getting up at 6 a.m and walking to work it wasn't a big deal at first three miles isn't much when you're a healthy teen but as the weather started getting colder i developed a cough It wasn't too much at first, but it quickly got really bad. Mum swore up and down it was allergies. I had very bad allergies as a kid. Did the shots and everything. That I was just having an allergic reaction to having that dog in my room. I refused to put Doc out at night, so she refused to take me to the doctor. Yeah, seems fair. It got worse. I was constantly wheezing. I couldn't laugh without going into a coughing fit. The fits got longer until I was seeing stars and nearly passing out from them. Both my parents still blamed the dog. One morning, I started coughing up blood. It had been two months since the symptoms manifested. I begged my mum to take me to the doctor. She said, since dad had an appointment anyway, if I could schedule an appointment at a convenient time, I could tag along. I lucked out and was seen a couple of hours later. First off, the blood was not from my lungs. I'd coughed so hard, I tore my esophagus a little bit. The doctor said it was one of the worst cases of bronchitis that she'd ever seen. It had gone on so long, it was now bronchial asthma and it had nothing to do with allergies and everything to do with walking three miles at 6.30 a.m. in winter. She asked me why in the world I was just now getting help. I explained and she got very upset. She said due to my folks' negligence, it was likely to be a chronic condition for me now especially in cold weather i was now an asthmatic and would have to deal with it forever she gave me prescriptions for a grocery bag's worth of pills syrups and inhalers and then let me leave my mum was waiting for me dad hadn't got out of his appointment yet with a smug grin on her face well allergies right i said no then told her what the doctor said and showed her the paperwork and medications her face fell how could this happen that's when i found out dad had been lying to her i never thought to mention that i was walking in the morning i didn't want dad to say i was complaining about him he'd made her think that he was still driving me she had no idea i was walking three miles in the cold and dark she was freaked about me wandering around in the dark and she was furious they had a huge argument which ended in them agreeing to teach me to drive so i wouldn't be bothering him so much in the morning and besides if i could drive i could drive the kids to school on my days off i never got any kind of apology from either of them okay wow so your dad never apologized to you for giving you a chronic condition that you're gonna have to deal with for life like i actually don't know what story is worse out of all of these three if you're on youtube watch right now get in the comments let me know for me honestly they're all just as bad as each other like seriously what the heck have i just read pm discovers photoshop now she can break the laws of physics i'm an architect working on designing an office space for a company in an existing building my contact person from the company is project manager who thinks she's smarter than everyone else the other day i sent the floor plan to her with a realistic distribution of spaces as not everything from the wish list could fit in the space they have for example only two meeting rooms instead of three etc i asked her to check if they would like to prioritize different areas or move anything around all standard she sent back an email today i've done a bad job as my plan has things missing But don't worry, she has fixed it for me and I have to do exactly as she says. See plan attached. And here is the results. She's erased all pillars 
structural walls and more I guess the building is supposed to float She scaled down everything inside like 40% smaller So now everything fits and she can copy paste more meeting rooms and offices I mean, i'm sure she'll love to work in an office the size of a bathroom stool Is she planning to scale the staff too? add toddler furniture? I don't even know how to answer the email You know what guys i would love to see op actually go along with this all of the furniture do it forget about the pillars and the, the structure of the building I want to see this done to completion and I want to see the reaction of this pm when everything obviously goes wrong Imagine actually trying to do this in real life. It would be amazing as for the email reply guys get in the comments Let me know. What would you say? My brother-in-law disrespects my wife and my son gets scared and cries to his parents when I correct him So my brother-in-law to this day still lives with my in-laws. He's in his early 30s from what my wife's told me, and I've seen enough evidence to affirm her statements, they've spoiled him rotten his entire life. He's adopted, of the fair complexion, as opposed to my wife and in-law's melanin-rich tones. So she suspects some odd fantasizing on their part that I won't really get into, but could definitely see them participating in. He could burn water, he's that inept. He eats nothing but terrible food, is horrendously overweight, doesn't have a job, and actively refuses to get one unless you're doing all the legwork for him. He gets to go out to the Disney and Universal parks all day and throws a tantrum anytime he's asked to do any kind of chores, to name just a few issues I have with him. He's also super creepy towards my kids, and given a history that's not really mine to explain, but you can guess, that's grounds enough for me to not want him within a mile of my family. He still demands their respect because... I'm an adult and your uncle, so you have to respect me. But I have to put up with them because I try not to rock the boat as much as possible. My wife's relationship with her parents is rocky enough as it is. A real life Cinderella story. We got married in mid-2015 and her parents invited themselves to our place on base housing to come see our new home. Of course, they bring the entitled man-child with them. This dude has already been stuffing his face with what little snack foods we've got in the house. Didn't ask to my recollection because we're family and families share what they have when family visits or some such tripe, my mother-in-law said. Not too long after, he starts berating and bullying my ATT 10-year-old son. A grown man bullying a barely double-digit aged child by name-calling. I'm still new to the step-parent slash new husband role and I don't want to overstep, so I let my wife start to handle this. She asks him to stop as it's upsetting our son. He does for a little bit, but goes right back at it a few minutes later. Once again, my wife asks him to knock it off and that this behavior won't be tolerated in our home and he starts having another of his ungodly tantrums. As soon as, well, mom says, comes out of his mouth, I put my foot down, both literally and figuratively. I do not tolerate any disrespect towards my wife, strangers, kids, or family be danged. The new house is mostly wood flooring on the first floor, and my voice already carries pretty well. So, the entire house goes silent when I spoke up. Is this her house? Is this yours? No? Then shut the frick up when the people whose house you're in tell you to knock something off. And the entitled man-child just stands there, looking like some flabby fish out of water, with an open-mouthed gasp and wide-eyed terror that someone had dared to correct him. He then ran upstairs and cried to my in-laws about how he was aggressive and scary towards me and I don't feel welcome in this home. Gee, I wonder why. My father-in-law pulled my wife aside and demanded something be done about my behavior because that's no way for family to behave towards one another. 
She told me all this and to this day I still don't apologize for anything they deem as rude or unseemly Because that one instance of their six-foot sack of terse behavior Tells me they have no room to criticize anyone on parenting or general behavior Another reason he may not like me would probably be because I embarrassed the heck out of him for acting like a nimrod while we were on vacation For context, we were staying at a hotel her parents had booked with their points and I was on crutches at the time for a broken foot This man child had my at the time I want to say around eight-year-old daughter up in the air spinning her around standing immediately next to a pool Obviously, I couldn't ambulate fast enough to intercede physically So I had to call out from across the courtyard Entitled man child put her down now which drew everyone in the vicinity's attention to his idiocy I finally stick my happy butt over to him and he is looking all kinds of indignance He asks, how dare I interrupt his time with his niece and I tell him because you're putting her life in danger You colossal moron. You're not even a foot from the side of a pool What on god's green earth made you think that this was an okay idea? Well, i'm her uncle was all he had to counter with and i'm her father and I say put her down now he and i get into a hard staring match at this point and he thinks he's gonna win because i'm on crutches and he's already naturally taller than me at around six foot i however was a hard charging lance corporal at the time and didn't fear a man beast or god let alone this fat sack excuse of humanity he broke first and stormed off to go tell his parents what happened They tried to have a conversation with me about how what I did was inappropriate and I just balk at them and ask them how they could condone the blatant endangerment of their granddaughter by this buffoon. They had nothing else to say. Honestly, at this point, why are you and your wife still in contact with these people? They're just weird. And I get it, it's family, but your brother-in-law is over 30. He acts like a two-year-old. At some point, surely you just say, you know what, I get it, it's my brother-in-law, but also he's a weird guy. Let's leave him alone and enjoy our lives without him being a part of it. And honestly, that pool incident, that could have been literally fatal. You definitely should get rid of him. Entitled woman is furious because I went swimming with my clothes on. I live near the sea. Last week, we had an influx of tourists due to warmer weather, and many of them took to the beach. Today, my friend and I went for a walk along the shore in the afternoon, and we sat down on some rocks to chill. My friend is pretty spontaneous, so at some point, she got the idea to go for a swim. She emptied her pockets and just ran into the sea in what she was wearing. After some convincing, I did the same. We'd been swimming for a while when a woman, about 50-ish, approached us and told us to either strip to our bathing suits or go away because you're setting a bad example. At first, we laughed because we genuinely thought she was joking. But she became aggressive, raised her voice, and continued ranting about how it wasn't normal, that we should be ashamed of ourselves, and such. We swam away, but she continued muttering something to herself, and I assume her family. When we got back ashore, she approached us again and told us we're banned from the beach until we decide to wear normal swimsuits. It's a public beach. No one controls entry by law. What kind of t-shirt and jeans should I wear tomorrow? Hey, you know what? I agree with this woman. It's 2022. Spontaneity is dead. No longer can you do things that are fun anymore. You need to stick to the rules because we live in a dangerous world, guys. And who knows? If you go swimming with your clothes on, you could drown. 
it's way more likely statistically proven so for once i agree with an entitled parent a crazy crazy day even crazier than my terrible sarcasm let's carry on entitled mum steals my ipad and demands i let her kid keep it i work at a car dealership as a receptionist one of my duties being greeting customers when they enter I am a professional artist on the side and I've been busy with some commissions lately So since it's not busy at the dealer, I started working on my ipad mini It's old and i'm working on upgrading, but I currently can't afford to so I live with it Despite the battery life being really short and I have to basically keep it plugged in at all times During my lunch I was in the waiting area doing more work when a kid a little girl no older than four came up and watched me work This happens a lot when I draw in public and usually the kids just ask a lot of questions But this girl nice girl was very quiet and just had a look of amazement So I just let her be her mother the entitled mum of this story was nearby at a salesman's desk Working on purchasing a new car, which is a long and no doubt boring process The salesman working with her walked away Which at my dealership they do very often to retrieve paperwork Talk to the sales finance managers and more She looks over at me and her kid and asks her, what are you looking at? Her kid points at my screen and says, she's painting puppies I was working on Twitch emotes of a streamer's dog I sort of show my screen to the entitled mum And she then asks her kid if she wants to draw which the girl excitedly says yes to. I expected her mum to pull out paper and pencils, or at least ask if I can get some for her to, but she just looked at me expectantly. When I realized she was waiting for me to hand her my iPad, I said, oh, no, she can't use mine, but I can get her a notepad and pens, but apparently that wasn't good enough. She sighs and says, just let her draw a little bit. I'm almost done here anyway, which I knew for a fact wasn't true. They were waiting on bank approval for a loan which can take anywhere from 5 to 30 minutes and even then they'll be here longer for finance paperwork detailing and more i start to explain that this is part of my work and she scoffs saying i'm just doodling puppies and it was selfish that i wouldn't let her kid doodle on my device too the poor kid was just looking at her hands looking quite embarrassed i then pretended my lunch was over and got up to spend the rest of my lunch at my desk I couldn't see her behind a huge truck on display, but I could hear her grumble to her child about who knows what. Whatever, I pretend like I couldn't hear, so I don't mess up this sale for my co-worker. Sometime later, nature called me, and I got up to use the restroom. I left my iPad on my seat so it would stay plugged in, and I put a notepad over it to try and cover it up a little bit. My desk is a wide crescent shape with no drawers to keep my things safe, so this was the best I could do to somewhat hide it. I was in the restroom no longer than three minutes but when i got back only my charger remained my ipad and apple pencil were gone i looked over to the lady who had a large purse suspiciously in her lap now instead of on the floor beside her chair like it was before i was panicked because a lot of my work is on that ipad that i needed i went to my sales manager and told him about the situation He told me he'd take care of it, but to be patient for now. I went back to my desk full of anxiety and my stomach was doing backflips. My manager went to the desk where the entitled mum was to work out the deal. They're far enough away that I can hear their voices, but not pinpoint exactly what they're saying. But I did hear her eventually yell, How dare you! I would never steal! 
Do you want to lose this sale? I immediately got up and went over behind the lady so the sales manager could see me, but she couldn't. He tells her he understands, but my iPad went missing and he wants to make sure that no one currently in the building has it. That's when I remembered the find my feature on all Apple products. My iPad was connected to the dealer's Wi-Fi, so I pulled out my iPhone and pressed play sound for my iPad. Her purse started dinging. She tried to play it off as if it's her ringtone and the sales manager stared at her as if daring her to answer it. The thing is with the play sound feature, if I keep pressing it, it will keep pinging. I made my presence known and told her to give my iPad back. That's when she stopped playing dumb and just said, just let my daughter have it. Her birthday's coming up and I can't afford a present for her since I'm getting this car. The sales manager said he was happy to cancel the deal so she can instead buy a birthday present for her child and to return my iPad or he'll call the police. She practically threw my iPad at me where it hit me in the gut and took her kid from the waiting area to leave. The poor thing looked at me with the most apologetic look on her face before leaving with her mother. That sales manager might have helped me, but he's not exactly the nicest person. From now on, I'm not allowed to bring my iPad to the dealer. I have to either leave it in my car or leave it at my home. Whatever. Turns out the entitled mum took my Apple Pencil with her since she left in a hurry, so I'm gonna stop by the Apple Store after work to get a new one. But until then, I'm stuck with my pens and notepad. Okay, I'm sorry, but I'm pretty sure that an Apple pen is like a lot of money. Is it not like a hundred pounds or something? I don't know exactly, but let me know if you know. It's it's a lot. Enough to follow up on this and make sure you get it back because a hundred pounds just gone? No, thank you. And also, surely the dealership still has her info, right? She was going to buy a car. She was going to sign for it. They must have her info. You got to report that because that is theft. If you don't teach her a lesson, then nobody will and she'll keep stealing iPads and who knows, maybe in the future even cars stop her now while you can and there you have it those were the top 10 most upvoted stories of the past month july 2022 of course with some of my other favorites sprinkled in there really hope you did enjoy it. and if you did and you want to see more from me right away if you want even more entire parents content i've left a selection of videos on screen for you to go and browse they're equally as long as this one and some are much longer i mean this one's over 10 hours that's also linked down in the description click that if you want a lifetime of enjoyment Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.